You're listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang, founder of Moxie Club. When you're looking for lasting weight loss, join us here for the mindset you need, a dash of inspiration, and stories that will bring it all to life. Episode number 23. Well, hi there. Happy Monday. Amy here. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Happy and Healthy podcast. And to start off today's episode, I wanted to share with you a funny quote that I included in a recent Morning Boost email. It's instant gratification takes too long, (laughs) which was provided by Carrie Fisher. So for those of you who don't know, I have a daily inspiration email called Morning Boost. You can sign up for it by just going to my website, moxie-club.com. And when I was researching for today's podcast, I came across an article about Carrie Fisher. She was being interviewed for the latest installment of the Star Wars movie franchise. But she was talking about about her struggles with weight loss. And back in, I think it was 1983, for Return of the Jedi, she weighed a whole whopping 105 pounds when she wore that iconic gold bikini. And at five foot one, she wound up weighing 180 pounds at her heaviest. So when I heard her talk about instant gratification, I thought things like pills and diets, anything to get us to that goal faster. So if you have a weight loss goal, today's episode is all about helping you put a 90 day plan in place. So first thing I want to do is talk about the difference between focusing on what you can control and focusing on what you can't. Actually, it's more like letting go of what you can't. So we can control the goal and the intention. And we can create the conditions to increase the chances for the outcome that we want. But we can't control the actual outcome. So again, I'm making a distinction between a goal, an action, and an outcome. So an example here, if you think about a basketball game, the goal is to win the game. And if you look at a basketball team, the players and the coaches have control over the actions that they take as well. So how much they practice, the intensity with which they practice, what drills they work on, The coaches and players can work on mindset. And of course, they can talk about what they eat and how hard they work out. All of those things are within their control. But can they control the outcome of the game? Well, I would hope not, right? They can't control who wins the game. So if we take a step back For a professional basketball team like the Golden State Warriors this past five years, the goal was not just about winning a single game. It was to win 
the championship. So if you look at a season, that's 82 games in a season, plus the playoffs. So there are four rounds. It's a best of seven series. So that's the potential of another 28 games. That is a total of 110 games. That's a lot of wear and tear on the body. So if the goal is to win a championship, do you think it affects the team's plan and the actions that they take? Of course, absolutely. You have to think about things like rest and recovery and find a sustainable pace. And if the goal is to win the championship, is it actually necessary to win every single game? Of course not. So this is where making a distinction now between goals and intention is really helpful. So we tend to be very goal-oriented. And this is where I think we would be far better off if we were more intention-oriented. So what do I actually mean by intention? Well, in the Webster's Dictionary, intention as a noun is defined as a determination to act in a certain way or what one intends to do or bring about. Okay, and then, of course, they use the word intends in their definition. So I went ahead and looked up what the verb intends actually means. So then I got to have in mind as a purpose or goal, a plan. And another definition was to design for a specified use or future. So when you think in terms of setting an intention, instead of stating a goal like losing 50 pounds, just see the difference. So by setting an intention, this approach really keeps us from chasing the outcome. Now, when we talk about weight loss, what does that look like? That's the difference between searching on Google for how to lose 10 pounds in a month and looking for a program that helps you create healthy habits. So another thing is instead of chasing the outcome, it's really he important here to practice detachment. So practice detaching from the desired outcome. And that means trusting the process. So when you look at intention, you heard the word purpose. It includes purpose. So when you state your goals in the context of your why, this is why I'm always saying to do the five whys method. So asking yourself why multiple times to really get to your compelling reasons for wanting to lose weight. And for most of my clients, it's really about being healthier and fitter so that they can be that version of themselves that they want to be. So 
This means how they show up for their roles as a mom, as a partner at home, or at work. And here I would really remind you of the importance of also knowing that you deserve to feel good, regardless of the role. Right? This is not just about because you're better able to serve others. This is about knowing that you, as a person, deserve to feel really good. And when you're in that state, everything flows from that place. Okay? So when looking at your intentions, you almost can't help but start with the end in mind. That's one of the seven habits of highly effective people that Stephen Covey always talks about, starting with the end in mind. So in basketball, it's looking at not just winning the upcoming game, but looking at the entire season in order to win the championship. It's truly playing the long game. So when you look at weight loss now, the goal is not just to lose the weight, but also to keep it off. So if you define it that way, how does it affect your plan? And if you take another step back from there, if the goal is about being healthier and stronger, and the number on the scale is just one data point to measure this, how does that change your approach? So for me, as a personal trainer and nutrition coach, this is really where most diets and fitness challenges fall short because it's still rooted in short-term thinking as opposed to playing the long game. It's a different mindset. And when you play the long game, then you really focus more on creating the conditions for the outcome that you want. So when we look at what conditions those are, you start thinking about things like structure, healthy habits, aligning our thoughts and our emotions with the outcome. So again, this is about being aligned with our outcomes. This is about being intention-oriented as opposed to just goal-oriented. So again, this then all leads back to focusing on what you can control. So if you focus on creating habits, and again, I recommend five key habits, drinking half your body weight in ounces of water, five servings of fruits and vegetables a day, seven to nine hours of sleep so you feel rested when you wake up, 30 minutes of mindful movement that includes strength, cardio, and stretching or flexibility, and 10 to 20 minutes of meditation. So what we want to do here, if you want to focus now on creating healthy habits, we want to break things down into bite-sized chunks. That expression, right? Not to bite off more than you can chew. 
So for habits, that actually means focusing on one habit at a time. And it also means creating a version of that habit that's truly doable. So you hear me say things like on a scale of one to 10, where 10 is a walk in the park, I want you to make a version that's an eight, nine, or 10. If you're currently having three glasses of water, I don't want you to shoot for nine or 10. (laughs) How about just one more glass of water? Can you come up with a plan so that you drink one more glass of water a day? And life happens. Things get in the way. So we want to get really skilled at developing our plan A and B and C and D and E. We've got 26 letters of the alphabet to work with, right? So what I ultimately want is for you to be able to take action that's binary. So James Wedmore actually calls it binary action. I want you to be able to rack up lots and lots of small wins. You can make a jar of awesome and fill it with all your daily wins. And it is that consistency that will lead to confidence and create that momentum. Right? So again, this is ultimately about trusting the process that you've put in place. If the strategy and the plan are sound, then following it means that the outcome you want is inevitable. So obviously, this means you still have to do the work. You still have to take action. And then you want to make adjustments based on feedback, that plan B, C, D, E, right? And the only way you could make those adjustments is if you get feedback. So we got to make sure that we measure so that we know if something's working or not. And that's really why I think the number on the scale is so easy to, for us to fixate on. But we have to remember that the number on the scale is just data. And the meaning you assign to it is merely an interpretation. So does that interpretation, when you stand on that scale and you say, what does this mean about the efforts that I'm taking? Does that interpretation serve you in moving forward toward your goals? And then I really want you to consider what other meaningful data points you want to be able to capture that help you understand what is actually happening with your body. So again, that number on the scale is just one data point. It's definitely one key metric, but I would suggest that your body composition, so that's the percent of body fat versus lean body mass, which includes your bones and muscles, your blood, your organs, all that stuff, right? Is just as important a number, if not more important. Or if you measure things like inches loss, or you look at your strength gains, or your cardiovascular fitness and health, 
We could also look at things like your blood pressure and your cholesterol levels and your blood glucose levels. So all of those metrics really help you develop the plan that you're going to follow. And so again, I also want you to remember the importance of aligning not just your actions with the outcomes you want, but to also pay attention to your thoughts. So in the same interview, Carrie Fisher noted that when I do lose the weight, I don't like that it makes me feel good about myself. It's not who I am. Interesting, right? So the quote about instant gratification was actually about turning to writing instead of drugs as well. But those thoughts, it's really no wonder that she struggled with weight. And if what she says resonates with you, then I really encourage you to take a closer look at your thoughts and spend just as much energy on your thoughts as you do on examining the actions that you take. So in your 90-day plan for weight loss, I want you to pick the easiest of those five habits that I recommended and then focus on that one habit. Make a doable version of it happen for you every day and practice it for two weeks. So it may start at a nine. I don't want you to do anything else until it's reached a 10. And I want it to be a 10 for literally one or two weeks so that it's really automatic for you before you start adding on, okay? So in the next episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about your 90-day roadmap. And once you get that first habit down, how you decide on the next habit you're going to tackle. All right. So I'm going to leave you today with a quote that, well, I've heard various versions of this quote attributed to Bill Gates and Tim Ferriss. And while the version that I'm giving you now is from James Wedmore, and it goes, we tend to overestimate what we can do in a day, yet we vastly underestimate what we can accomplish in a year. You've been listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang. If you enjoyed today's episode, by all means, hit the subscribe button now. If you're ready to get started, visit my website, moxieclub.com. That's M-O-X-I-E hyphen C-L-U-B dot com. And sign up for a free 20-minute coaching session with me. And remember, making your choices when you're in a state of abundance is where the magic happens.